Hey everyone, thank you for joining me on another awesome episode of The Lime Boss. I am your host, Heather Gray, FDN, uh, Certified Bioenergetic Practitioner and AKA The Lime Boss. I work with frustrated professionals who have been told it's all in their head and that they're crazy and that their labs look normal, but they feel anything but normal. They know that there's something more going on, but they just haven't been able to dig to the bottom of the actual root cause with functional lab work, um, you know, and other amazing tools. I actually get to the bottom of what's going on and, and stopping this cycle of, uh, of a trial and error, right? I had undiagnosed Lyme disease for over 27 years, mold toxicity, cavitations, three autoimmune diseases, two of which I reversed a couple stints in the psych ward and easily a hundred pounds overweight. I have, you know, put myself on a healthy track and that's what I do for others. <clears throat> uh, these days, <laughs> the biggest thing I have done that has made the most impact in my health journey was to help heal the trauma in my nervous system. Uh, to regulate my nervous system on a regular basis and get control over my emotions. I know, I know, it's not what you want to hear. It's not the quick fix. It's not the easy take a pill. It's not the, right, like the stuff that we're used to. And I, I, I fell victim to that as well. Like being a functional practitioner, I was amazing at following protocols, supplements, diet. You want me to go to bed by 10? No problem. You want me to, you know, you name it, fill in the blank. I could do it. And then I would get better. And then within six months to a year, I would relapse. And then I would get better. And then six months to a year, I would relapse. And I kept this cycle going until I finally took a step back in 2020. <laughs> and I was picking on my stepson because I was inflamed. I was overweight again. And I was, I was reacting, 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 reacting to everything. <clears throat> and my husband said, you know, I'm not going to be married to an angry person anymore. You need to figure this out. And that's, you know, when I asked to the universe, asked God, okay, what's my next path? And the book, The Body Keeps Score came to me. And if any of you have ever read it, it is highly, highly triggering. Like I am ugly bawling on the couch, right? Sobbing. <laughs> you know, my husband's like, what's wrong? I'm like this little girl and her dad. And he's like, no, no, no. I don't want to hear anymore. No, no, no. But it brought to my awareness that how, you know, and you don't necessarily need, see this where a lot of misconception around trauma comes from, or even early early childhood trauma. Um, trauma can come from, you know, they, they call it big T trauma or little T trauma. Big T trauma, you know, is like early childhood trauma or being in the military, divorce, you know, and it can, it can be anything as um, being exposed to chemicals, right? And having a chemical sensitivity um, or having a chronic disease in your system. So I was like the perfect storm. I have said before in stories that, you know, my uncle killed himself when I was four years old. And that was right around the time where I learned, I became extremely constipated. I was full of shit, right? So that just, um, I think that early childhood trauma kind of put into play the the the, or the uh, autoimmune disease into play the celiac you know because a lot of times these high stressors can trigger these autoimmune things right so now I'm eating a standard American diet I am surrounded by drug addicts and alcoholics my uncle just killed himself I am constipated and we if you don't know how horrible being constipated is for you let me tell you it's 
horrible. We need to be able to detox things every day. If you're not pooping every day, give me a call. We need to talk. But so it was this perfect, this perfect storm, right? And so now fast forward, you know, many, many years and the standard American diet, not sleeping well at night, you know, all of the things that just led up to be the perfect storm. So when I got bit by a tick, um, I was the perfect host to get Lyme disease, you know, and, and people are like, how do you get the Lyme boss? Why don't you, why don't you talk about Lyme more often? You know, and I think part of the reason is, is because I don't want to focus on treatment. That's part of the reason that it got me so sick to begin with. And I think more people stay stuck in their disease, whether it's Lyme disease or cancer or any of these autoimmune or diabetes, they take that diagnosis and they kind of wrap it around them like a, a blanket of comfort of some sort, not realizing that's keeping them stuck, right? So yes, I am the Lyme boss. Yes, I overcame you know, put Lyme in remission. I haven't had a flare in three years. And even when I did get COVID or I did get the flu or I did get a cold, I just got the cold. I just got the flu. I didn't, I didn't have a, a flare or relapse of Lyme disease, reactivation of Lyme disease, uh, which is a beautiful thing. You know, so many people take that as just that that's just a normal part of life, you know, that I, I, I that flares are just normal. And I, I, you know, I'm here to say that it doesn't have to be part of your story, but you, there's, there's different things that we need to dial in on. And so many people just don't want to hear what they don't want to hear. You know, I, I, I love these silly sayings that, you know, over and over again, if nothing changes, nothing changes, right? Uh, Einstein talks about that you can't solve a problem with the same energy that created it. Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about breaking the habit of being yourself. Now, like break down that sentence, breaking the habit of being yourself. So many people are so resistant to change, right? But that's where the magic lies. You, you, you can't get better in the same energy that got you sick. Think about that. So in order to get better, you have to do things differently. If nothing changes, nothing changes. And that means with your thought patterns, our, our nervous system, right? We've all, a lot of us have heard that when we're stuck in fight or flight, we can't rest and digest and heal, right? When we're stuck in fight or flight, our body is not thinking about having sex. It's not thinking about digesting our food. It's not thinking about, you know, combating the autoimmune disease. All it's thinking about is running away from that tiger and keeping you safe. This modern lifestyle is not conducive for human health. And in order to get better, you have to stop working for your life and making your life work for you. You know, you got to get off that, that hamster wheel. You've got to create a life that works for you, not someone else. And, it, you know, I know that sounds scary and sometimes like irresponsible. Heather, I've got kids. I've got a job. I've got this. I've got that. Yes, but you won't have any of that if you crash and burn and you become bed bound. You won't have any of that if you get so far gone that it takes money that you don't have and time that you don't have to get better. You know, I, I love that other expression, an ounce of prevention, right? Is worth a pound of cure. And that's that's what I that's what I teach. That's why I do what I do is because I tell people that if you start putting into places these little practices little steps add up to big change over time. And I know it can feel overwhelming. And even when I teach in my course, 
you know, it's like, take it one bite at a time. All right. You know, if you're used to staying up till midnight, you know, um, make it a habit to where for this next week, you're going to try to go to bed at 1130 and then the next week at 11 and then the next week, uh, 1030 and then the next week, 10 o'clock. Right. So even if it takes you four weeks to dial in your bedtime, who gives a shit? At least you've started moving the needle in the right direction and going in the correct direction to help heal your body. And then the next thing you add in, you know, maybe it's the diet stuff or maybe it's this nervous system regulation. There's so many beautiful things out there from somatic work to brain spotting, uh, EMDR, uh, tapping, um, mantras, uh, intentions, meditations, grounding, uh, psychedelics. Um, so when I started reading The Body Keep Score is when then I started looking for alternative ways to to deal finally with the emotions, with the stuck trauma in my body. And uh, I went on an ayahuasca journey and basically processed like 40 years of mother bullshit in one night. Like I thought I was going to die. It was ridiculously intense, um, but it was so beautiful. And I continued to process for weeks after that. And it was just such a gift. And then since then, I've been on two uh, psilocybin journeys. Um, and then just recently, I did a bufo journey, um, which is a frog medicine. Uh, and you know, each time, I feel like I get more and more whole. I get it, it seems to like cut through the noise, cut through the bullshit, cut through society, cut through guilt, cut through you got my upbringing, you know, all that stuff, and just helped bring me back to whole. And then the other part that helped bring me back to whole is 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 really diving deeper into my spiritual practice, my uh, faith, right? Gosh, I love Jesus so much. He's amazing. And uh, when we have faith, like I, I pulled a card this morning, it said, trust the universe. And I, I, I'm changing the words to say, trust Jesus, right? Because whether it's, you know, I don't want to turn anybody off by, by God talk. But whether it's a higher power or it's mother nature or it's the universe or whatever it is to you, it is actually pretty imperative um, that we have some sort of spiritual connection, relationship with higher power in order to get better. You know, that's been researched over and over and over and over again. Like one of the most successful programs out there is AA, and they're very much uh, in spiritual background, you know, these, these, the 12 steps is very much rooted in a higher power. Um, you know, so I'm not saying that like psychedelics are speaking of AA, actually Bill, um, the, the inventor of AA talked back then that he felt like psychedelics were going to be a key to getting alcoholics, uh, sober. You know, so it's it's just, it's incredible. And, and psychedelics aren't for everybody. And I'm not trying to like a huge proponent of that. I'm, I'm saying that there are so many beautiful tools out there right now that you don't have to stay sick. You don't have to stay depressed. You don't have to stay suicidal. You don't have to stay anxiety ridden that completely locks you in your house and, and you can't go anywhere. I'm saying that you can have a freedom of life, but you need to dig deeper and find out what works for you. I'm constantly putting my own journey out there because I'm hoping people find inspiration, what their path is going to be. You know, everybody's looks different. You know, I, I went um, to Quicksilver Scientific last week and watched this amazing doctor, Dr. Christopher ah, 
Palmer, I think was his last name, but he's talking about the ketogenic diet and mental health and addictions, you know, and, and this is missed so many times in our traditional model where you go in, you talk to a psychologist, they write you a script, don't follow up with you, right? You know, it's just tell me how's it goes in the next three months, you know, here's your pills, off you go. And there's no real root cause. There's no, you know, again, nothing changes, nothing changes. I've said it often that if you then take that prescription and you take your psychology appointment and then you leave and you go and eat McDonald's, right? And you inflame your gut, which we now know will inflame your brain. Those medications are only going to work to like 25% of their benefit because you're working against it with your diet. So I love, love, love how he brought in this piece. He, there was a research study that he quoted of uh, resistant treatment, depression, depression, depression that was resistant to treatment uh, and took these people uh, and put them on a ketogenic diet and 48% of them completely went into remission and were off all meds and had no, 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 anything of depression left treatment resistant, right? So that means resistant against treatment. Like they weren't getting help. They weren't getting uh, any um, benefits from, you know, the traditional model and with just the change of the ketogenic diet, right? Lowering inflammation on our body, body getting the nutrients that it needs to do what it needs to do. There's a, so much research on um, once you get into ketosis, the health benefits of ketosis um, from, you know, clearing up, uh, debris in the brain, uh, lowering inflammation, there's, uh, you know, uh, stabilizing blood sugar. Oh my God, blood sugar issues are huge. As an ex-hairstylist, like we are notorious for just eating on the fly whenever we can find a break in, you know, blood sugars are going up and down, up and down. Those are a huge, blood sugar spikes are a huge component to mental health issues. I, there's a, a doctor um, who I know in Mindshare who talks a lot about addictions and says that a lot of addicts, when they do relapse, that if they could just eat some protein during that time, instead of reaching for their drug, that they would be able to overcome a lot of the, the issues that make them relapse. You know, so that's what ketogenic diet helps is to making sure you have that protein and that fuel, that fat and protein to keep from having those blood sugar spikes you know, Alzheimer's, they're calling art dementia. They're calling that diabetes type three, you know, it's of the brain. We're finding out so much research of, of how much insulin, insulin resistance, sugar, inflammation, um, toxins, uh, viruses, bacteria are all affecting our brain and our mental health. So why on earth do we continue to take these antipsychotics, antidepressants, and thinking that they're going to get to the root cause of your mental health issues? Like it's, that's insanity to me, you know, and they're starting to more and more research that these issues with mental health really have nothing to do with, you know, low dopamine or low serotonin um, has more to do with inflammation. I actually started some memes like six months ago. It said, you know, stop calling people crazy. Instead, telling them, tell them your brain inflammation is showing, right? Lack of sleep. Oh my gosh. If people dialed in their sleep, so many mental health issues would, would just go away with just getting a proper night's sleep. You know, so there's, there's definite biological component to a lot of mental health. There is also, uh, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Um, a more like metaphysical um, thoughts become things, right? Part of it as well. I used to be guilty of this back when I started listening to Abraham Hicks back in the day. And I would constantly, you know, just repeat, I am healthy, I am wealthy, I am loved, you know, type of mantras. But I didn't actually believe what I was saying. So if we are an energetic being and the universe is made up of energy, our thoughts are our, ener our energy and our feelings are magnetic. So we now have, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I just came off of a, like I said, the Bufo journey on Saturday morning, and this is Monday morning, and I'm still dealing with a little bit of kind of like brain melt. <laughs> um, but there's a dissonance. There's a, there's a short in the wire, right? We're saying one thing, but our body and our feelings are saying another. And I used to get so frustrated because I'm like, I'm doing all the things. I'm writing down my gratitude list. I'm saying the things. I'm doing the things. And then, you know, at some point on some level, I didn't believe it to be true. You know, you have to believe that's even on my intake forms. Do you believe you can get better? Because if the answer is no, I, I can't even work with you because to get through your limiting beliefs, I could have the best protocol, the best supplements, the best diet, the best sleep plan in the world. But if you don't believe you can get better, there is nothing I can do for you. And there's been so much research. This isn't woo-woo. This isn't out there crazy hippy-dippy shit. There's been so much research. Like, I love how Louise Hayes puts it. She's like, think of something that turns you on, right? Think of, think of you know, that person that you find super sexy. And then tell me what physical reaction is going on in your body as you're thinking those thoughts, right? Like a very physical reaction in, in, in typically, you know, your sexual organs, right? In the nether regions, um, turn, being turned on. It, it's the same thing with everything. They've done a lot of research on athletes of just putting them through the paces in their brain of what their activity is. And it almost is as beneficial as doing it physically. So we've got so much research. You know, Dr. Joe Dispenza freaking after being hit by a car on a bicycle, told he would never walk again, sat in his room for hours upon hours upon hours visualizing and feeling what it would feel like to put his spine back together and see himself and feel himself walking again. And he is like, he overcame all the odds and there's, there's story after story, after story, after story like that, you know, and it was sad because I was at this, um, I was at this zoom call for a Lyme support group and man, right off the bat. And they're like, I'm so sick of this toxic positivity and blah, 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 like, like, and I had to like jump off because I was just like, okay, these people, you, I understand the anger. I understand being gaslit by your family, by the medical uh, community, not getting answers. I lost 27 fucking years of my life. Trust me, I get it. But how is that anger serving you? Is it, or is it just keeping you sick and more angry, right? Anger, Chinese medicine gets stuck in the liver. We need the liver to help detox. Like it's so freaking connected. It's not even funny. And I'm not talking about spiritual bypassing either. I'm not talking about, you know, everything is perfect. I'm talking about 
when something comes up, feel your feelings, but don't live there, right? I recently thought me and my husband were going to go through a divorce. And when the tears came up, when the grief came up, I allowed myself to feel those feelings, but I did not entertain the spinning thoughts that kept me sad. I think a lot of times we kind of get addicted to that anger. We get addicted to that sadness. We get addicted to that um, feeling like a victim, right? But where is that getting you? Nowhere except saying stuck, except saying stick, except saying stuck (laughs) you know so feel your feelings and move on right so so yes you've been on this journey to find somebody to heal you for the past two three years and you've seen 15 practitioners how is it any different than like when like when you're dating right if you continue to pull all your baggage from your past relationships into a date how well do you think that's going to work out for you you can't pull all that same old past baggage of the experiences that happened to you in the past They're in the past. Start creating something new. Start telling a new story. You know, it's sad. I get people who come to me and they're like, I've been in this for years and they're bedbound and they're angry and they're defensive and they don't want to listen to a word I have to say. They want to make me prove something to them, which I won't do because I've done my work. I'm better. I've put this in remission. I want to work with people who are like, I want to give up all the fucking excuses. I want to give up the victim. I want to give all that crap up. And I just want to focus on getting better. Do you think the people who get to the top of uh, Mount Everest, you know, oh, well, you know, they plan and they plan and they plan and they train and they plan and they train. And do you think once they get up there, they're like, oh, you know, they make excuse after excuse. And I've tried to do this before and it just never worked out. No, they do whatever the hell it takes to get to the summit. And if they don't, say a wicked storm comes by, it keeps them out, you know, whatever, they lose some 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 um, uh, equipment, right? Equipment malfunction. They go right back down the mountain. They're already planning how to come overcome this. And they get on that horse and they start over again to where it seems like people with, with chronic illness, they run into a fucking obstacle and then they just throw their hands up at the air and go, Oh, I tried. And it just didn't work. And, and they stay suck. Like, what is that? Like in order to overcome any chronic illness, whether it's Lyme, whether it's cancer, whether it's you fill in the blank, you have to stand in that power and your power you've got to take the power back you have to believe that you can get better and then you need to start finding support systems and thoughts uh, leaders that can help support you through this journey because i'm not saying that it's easy by any means we're asking you to change right because breaking the habit of yourself like dr joe Spencer said we're asking you to change who you are in order to become the person that you want to become, the healthy, vibrant, you know, I'm 45 years old. I have more energy, more stamina. I'm having better sex. My hair looks amazing. My skin looks great. I don't look 45, right? It's like I'm aging backwards. It's crazy. And it's because I've put these practices in place and I'm continuing to learn. I'm continuing to tweak. I'm continuing to take the feedback that the universe gives me. And, you know, like I said, I just recently almost went through a divorce and my kids stopped talking to me. Okay. 
that three months that we were separated was the loneliest, saddest. I vacillated from angry to bitter, but I didn't stay there. I didn't entertain those thoughts for much longer than like five or 10 minutes before I saw myself in a new, beautiful, whole relationship. I saw myself leading from love. I saw myself happy. I saw, you know, I played these pretend games and I don't give a rat's ass of like, Heather, you're not living in reality. I don't give a fuck. Who wants to live in reality? If your reality is sick, stuck, angry, bitter, no thank you. I would much rather take the time to live in la-la land, to pretend, right? Even saying that, I can feel my vibration raise. What do you have to lose? Besides your bitterness, your anger, your sadness, your depression, your anxiety, say that this manifestation crap is all just that. It's all bullshit. And nothing other than you feeling better comes of it. Like what a blessing that is, right? So when I went through to get better, I had to stop focusing on treatment. I had to go release the trauma in my nervous system, somatic experiencing work, breath work, cold therapy, tapping, meditation, psychedelics. And I have to keep a daily practice, folks, because if you, that's the other frustrating part. So many people are like, well, when can I go back to eating the way that I was? And when can I go back to, and I look at him, I'm like, it depends. Do you want to stay better? Or do you want to go back to sickness? Right? Because there was something in your field that, that brought about the sickness to begin with. Really, it didn't just happen overnight. It really didn't just happen. Even though a lot of people believe I got bit by a tick and then I got sick. No, no, no. There were things in play. If you were to be totally honest, right? Like, oh yeah, I had horrible seasonal allergies or, oh yeah, I had horrible heartburn or I you know, had, had headaches, you know, no matter how common a symptom may be, it's never normal. So Oh man, I lost my train of thought. Squirrel. <laughs> um, it happens. I'm just, what I'm trying to say is I had to stop focusing on treatment. I had to start focusing on the belief system. I had to believe I could get better. I had to take the time to feel like to the point where I have tears in my eyes and my face hurts from smiling so big, like feel what it would feel like to have what I want to have. I had to write gratitude. I had to, oh, so I was saying I had to put into practice. So now I have this like list of 15 things that I, I make sure I read first thing in the morning at lunchtime and before I go to bed. Like I have to put into practice instead of listening to music. Sometimes I listen to the Manifesting Bestie podcast, you know, or Dr. Joe Dispenza or whatever it is that works for you because I had decades of this brainwashing, negativity, poverty, scarcity, sickness, mindset. I don't want to live like that anymore. So if I don't want to live like that anymore, I need to change everything that helped me live like that. And so, yeah, so sometimes it might feel like a pain in the ass and like, it's a thing, but that's all, that's all mindset too. Right. Instead of, Oh God, I have to do my self-care today. God, when am I going to find time to fit this in? I'm like, woohoo, I get to take care of myself today. Like, I'm so excited to be able to fit this in because I love myself so freaking much that I put myself first and I make sure that my healing is priority because you can't pour from an empty cup. And that's part of the reason you can't change another person, but you do have control over yourself. 
And that's part of the reason that um, I'm no longer going through a divorce is because even though the majority of the reason we were going to go through a divorce actually was on him, <laughs> I did see how I was going back to living a very controlled, beclamped, not very happy life, right? Not very open, not very go with the flow, not very, very rigid and how that affects the people around me and including shutting off my supply to manifestation and, and all the beautiful things of this world. And so I learned some beautiful lessons in that three months that we were separated that now when we've come back together, like it's even better than it's ever been. And I really want to stay in this calm, in this love, in this peace state than the reactive, intense, angry, bitter, jealous, right? Thick, stuck, broke. No, I'm done. I've, I'm done with that version of, of me. Like she can go sit down in the back somewhere. We're, we're letting someone else take over. So what do you have to lose, right? Dig deeper. If you want to find out more, I do have a free course on my website, www.thelimeboss.com. Get past the pop-up and then on the front page, I actually put my course for free, like the foundations of health. It teaches some somatic experience work. It teaches some breath work. It teaches all the foundations that I had to put into place to get better and stay better. And I give that away for free. There are tools out there because I know when you feel like shit, it can be really, really hard to think positively. I've been there. And that's part of the reason why I use some of the bioenergetic stuff that I have as well. You know, uh, stress and anxiety on this thing has really helped as a game changer, get my head in the right direction to where I can stop the spinning thoughts. It just, it's just a little like gives you a hand, a hand up while you're continuing to work on the causes of why you're not feeling good to begin with. Um, so yeah, if you ever want to learn more about that, please, you know, contact me, Heather at thelineboss.com, but make sure you go ahead and get that free course as well and start one. What's one little thing that you can do today to put yourself in the right frame of mind going forward to, to help heal, even if you're bed bound, right? And you don't have access to clean water and you don't act, have access to, to good nutritious food and you can't exercise you still have control over your thoughts and your feelings. And what's one little thing you can do today to help yourself move the needle, to feel better, to see yourself as healed, happy, whole, loved. It can be done. Um, make sure to have a healthy day. Stay tuned.